Peace and blessings, good people, and welcome to Father Shield, a podcast on Fatherhood 20. Today, I am your host, Fleming. And I'm Ms. Vaughn. And yeah, today I get to announce a special guest, because these are two indeed special guests uh, near and dear to my heart. Uh, got my boy, Gerald, on here, and his beautiful, lovely wife, Felicia. Um, welcome, y'all. Yay! Yeah. Especially Felicia. Yay! <laughs> By all means, please, if you would, take a minute to, you know, tell our listeners uh, about yourselves. Absolutely. So um, my name is Gerald, my lovely wife, Felicia. Um, We have been married now for 14 years, uh, 17 years total. Don't breathe like that again (laughs) when I say she was just taking a deep breath. It's, you know, it's a lot taking it all in. All that blessing. All that yeah. blessing. And <laughs> so we've been blessed to have uh, two beautiful boys, ages 12, our oldest, and 10, our youngest, uh, soon to be 11. I think the focus of the uh, conversation today is on our youngest boy, Micah. Mm-hmm. Who is who is um who's on the spectrum? Who has autism? Okay, okay, cool. So thank you for first introducing that. So yeah. go ahead and bring us into our segment. How did you guys find out? You know, I think probably was he about four, maybe four or five, mm-hmm. because we just noticed there were certain things that he would do differently. Okay. His social skills were fine. It was just, you know, when it came to him concentrating on certain things, he would lose focus. Other times it would be, um, we noticed maybe he would be kind of daydreaming or um, maybe talking to someone that wasn't there. But like he was um, imitating certain things, making certain sounds. And then every now and then he would, you know, maybe be in a corner somewhere and he would jump up and down and flap his arms, which we found out later was called stimming. Didn't think too much of it at first. Um, we thought maybe, you know, okay, he, that's just, he's just imaginative. He's just creative. You know, he's imitating something he saw on TV. Um, but then probably when he went into school, I think he was about what, third grade maybe? Yeah. Um, we yeah. just noticed that he wasn't, when it came down to him doing schoolwork, he wasn't catching on quickly. Okay. Or it would take him a long time to finish something. You know, and so we went through talking to the teachers and the counselors. We thought maybe he had dyslexia. We thought, okay, it's a learning disability. But it seemed to be a little bit more than that um, because he still was doing the stemming. Um, and, you know, we decided, okay, we need to talk to the pediatrician because there's a possibility that maybe he does have autism. Um, you know, we weren't really sure at first. Um mm-hmm. You know, maybe he had ADHD. You know, it was just all these different things that we were trying to figure out. We weren't sure. Because he could interact with other kids fine. He could, you know, um, tell a story. He could play. But it was just, you know, every now and then he would do something different. 
Um, and so finally we discussed it with the pediatrician and then, um, probably was it to you about three years ago, maybe I had him, um, seen by a child psychologist and, um, she did confirm that. Yeah. She said he has autism, um, but he's very high functioning. Um, he's on the spectrum. Um, I didn't even know that there were different levels. Well, I mean, I was aware of what autism was, um, but because, you know, the range is so wide mm-hmm. that you could be on the low end of this spectrum and then you can also be on high the high end, end yeah. and you can be in the middle. And I said, I don't really know where Micah is mm-hmm. because there are certain things that he was he was able to do. And there were certain, you know, things that he couldn't. So it's like, well, where where do we place him? What do we do? Right. Um, so that was pretty much I'd have to say he was probably about maybe in the third grade. Okay about eight years old when we figured out, yeah, maybe this is, we need to probably dive into this a little bit more and find better ways to help him. Okay. Especially when it came to academics. Right. right. And so, so overall for, for the two of you, how did you respond? Like right. as a, as a parent in, in receiving that, that, that information? For me, I responded in the denial phase. Okay. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, initially it was, oh, ain't nothing wrong with that boy. You know, mm-hmm. he's fine. He'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though I did notice the behaviors, I'm like, he'll just grow out of it. Right. You know? mm-hmm. and, then, and then, then I started to see, okay, this is something that is, that is real. Okay. He's, he's, he's doing things different. Okay. This is autism. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, I went to the extreme. Well, they ain't putting my baby on no medication. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my child ain't finna be no experiment and no, no riddling and, and all this other stuff that I hear about. So, yeah, it, it was denial phase initially for I don't know how long. I don't think it lasted I too think, long. Yeah. I think however, however, denial for a while. Yeah. However, it did. Uh, it did. <laughs> oh God, yeah. yeah. But um, after I got through that, then um, you know, with the acceptance phase, I says, okay, this is something real that ain't going away. So now, how can I help this uh, this young man? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So, now, no medication. That was your approach, Jira. So, Felicia, how was yours? You know what? When I first. Um, found out that that's what he had. I cried. Mm-hmm. Because I think for me as a mom, start thinking, okay, was it something that I did? Um, you know, did I eat something wrong? Was I stressed when I was pregnant? Um, did I not read enough to him? So all of these things, you know, I started thinking I had something to do with it. You know, mm-hmm. um, did I... Did I not exercise enough? Did, you know, so you start, did I drink coffee when I was pregnant? Like all of these things you're starting to think of. And then because it's your child. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I felt like, what is it going to be like for him? You know, um, is he going to be okay? Is, you know, is he going to always need help? Is he, you know, so all of these things you start thinking of as a mom. And I felt really guilty. You know, I both my boys to death and it's just like you want to keep them safe you want to protect them mm-hmm. you be okay then i start thinking oh no someone's gonna bully him um oh god you know what if something happens to him 
and I'm not there or his brother's not there or his dad's not there. So I just started thinking and me, I'm already a warrior. So it's like, oh my gosh, you know, it's, what, what are we going to do? So I cried and cried and then, you know, I just felt guilty for a while. Right. And then, you know, and then just learning to accept it. And then after a while I said, okay, you know what, I'm not going to do this because I don't want to enable him. I don't want him to think that something is wrong because I feel a certain type of way about it. Um, so I just had to start educating myself more about what it is and what he enjoys and what he doesn't, what works for him, what doesn't. And so after a while, you know, you just I just started to accept it. And it's OK. I'm not saying I don't still have the fears, but, um, right. you know, you just what we used to. I mean, it's who, yeah. it's it's who he is. You just embrace it. And that's what we had to right. do, um, you know. Yeah, that was the biggest thing is, okay, you know, after acceptance, then we got to realize, okay, this is his world. We have to fit mm-hmm. in his world, not make him fit into ours. Yeah. That was the biggest, uh, you know, come to Jesus moment. Right, right. And we said, okay. Because then when we started to really, really look at him, then... <laughs> I think that's when, you know, not only acceptance, but it was just like this this real shift of, wow, this dude is really special. Right. And yeah, because why? Because of his outlook on life. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he sees the world through a different lens that makes us have to look, sit back and look and try to look through yeah. his lens, yeah. you know, in life. You know, for for example, right. you know, very kind, loving kid. Because oh, here's the um, or kind of marrying the question too about us finding out what the one thing we we found out it was through academic performance. Because other than that, Michael was not a problem in class. He was not a behavioral problem. So he is. We're getting all the praises okay. on how well mannered, how well behaved how well he listens, he you know, all this stuff that we get. And so we thinking everything is good and then we don't know anything wrong until we get a report card. Right. Right. You know? right. Well, how is one side so good and this other side so bad? Mm-hmm. That's, how we, uh, that's another thing you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But that's how we also found out the different levels of autism. Right. Or the spectrum because, you know, the way that you would think was, okay, he would show out in class. He wouldn't keep you know, sit still, there was behavioral issues. Well, Michael, Michael never had any behavioral issues. So for us, it's like he ended up almost flipping through the cracks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's when we started looking at, okay, I, I'm sitting with you doing the homework, but when you're taking your tests or your quizzes, you're not passing them or you're not finishing them, you know? And so, you know, he wasn't, he never had any issues in the classroom. You know, he played, he sat down, he was quiet, he did was his very well mannered. He actually had leadership roles, but when it came down to academics, it was like, okay, you're struggling here. And so that's another issue too. Is a lot of the times it, they're not, um, you're not told right away because the kid doesn't show these exact characteristics. Right. You have to be careful with that too because he being could, yeah, being in a learning environment with thirty other kids. Yeah. As long as your kid ain't a problem. They're not, they're not worried right. about it, right. right? Right. And so, yeah, so that's why we don't know until third grade. Mm. You know, yeah. mm. something's going on. 
because, yeah, you know, I get it. Uh, K and first and second. I mean, it's still a little bit of finger painting and, you know, uh, you know, kind of stuff that you can. Right, <laughs> color inside the lines. Yeah, 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 right, yeah. Right, right. But when the academics start to roll in, you know, and I mean, and even still, the academics started to roll in, but there was no red flags because of he he's a good boy. Right. Okay. He didn't have behavioral problems. Yeah. Um, you know, he did what he was told, um, respectable, well-mannered, all of those things. So it wasn't, you know, a big deal. I guess they didn't really look at him right. because he problems. It was just mainly academics. And so that's when we were thinking, okay, he has dyslexia or maybe he has focus issues. Right. You know, um, it, I mean, it, it was a lot in the beginning. Um, you know, it was a lot to try to figure out what is going on with my child. Right. right. So how did you guys explain it to him? So after you guys... Uh, received the official diagnosis then what was that conversation with him like because I'm sure he knows that there's something maybe a little bit off and you know trying to understand that but nobody seems to be able to you know put their finger on it so what was that conversation with him to explain to him what was what was happening you know what I when I would talk to him um he, you know, what it, what it was, was mainly when we would do certain things, he would say, Mom, how come I can't figure that out? Or, mm. you know, Josh gets it, his older brother. How come Josh can do that, but I can't? Mm. Um, and I would have to try to sit him down and just tell him, you know what, it's okay. You just learn differently. Everybody mm. learns differently. True. Um, you know, and I said, and we have to explain things to you differently. And it's okay. And I... You know, I had to use myself as an example. There's certain things that you are capable of doing that I can't do. There's certain things that you can memorize that mommy can't memorize. Mm-hmm. And I said, and that's a good thing, you mm-hmm. know? And I said, it's okay, you know, it's, yes, there's certain things that maybe you might not grasp right away. I said, but it's not always, it's not a bad thing. I don't want you to think of it as a bad thing. Right. Um, I want you to try your hardest. And I think it was just, letting him know that he has the support, you know, we're encouraging him, you know, his brother's right beside him. He's a good family. We love him no matter what. Right. Um, and, and it's okay to not understand something. It's okay to struggle. It's okay to have questions. You know, I didn't want him to feel bad about it. Um, and, and it's okay, you know, and I think there were times where he would get sad, you know, mm-hmm. I can't do this. And, because, oh, I can't remember, or, you know, and I just said, you know, it's okay. I don't always remember things, right? you know, um, and, and then, you know, and that's, and I love that playoff because as she did that, I was learning, but uh, on the same token, you know, I always approach him and still do, bro, you know, you got something that's called autism, okay? Other kids, I care. Your brother cares and your immediate family cares, but the world doesn't. So we can't expect anyone to treat you different, treat you better, treat you worse, because this is something you're going through. So what, you know, and it's, it's, I'm still learning this, you know, to to try to play the delicate balance. Right. Um, Helping him and accepting him. But, you know, as a man, a dad, a black man, all the above, dude, this world is not going to 
give two shits about what's going on. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. And for every fear that you may have, trust me when I tell you, like, you know, there's going to there's going to be a point in time where those fears will be put put at ease, you know, because you will see him start to grow and become the man that that, that, he, that, that he's going to be, basically. So. And that's what we want. And I, I hate to pivot the conversation to this, mm-hmm. but it, this is a real factor because, you know. As we say all that, there's there's a name that just hurts my heart every time that I have to say it, and that is Elijah McClain. Mm-hmm. My God. Yeah. 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 That, for me, I know for Fee, but I because I'm speaking right now, I'm I'm damn near to tears now. Yeah. Right. When I think about that young man. Right. right. Because of what he ultimately paid an ultimate price for what? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, we've had, I have uh, close friends, um, actually, Micah's godparents. Um, yeah. They have two boys that are both aut- um, autistic. And we had that conversation because, you know, as much as you prepare your child for what's out there, yeah, it's it's almost like they're you're teaching them what they need to do. But when they're out there, there's people that don't get it right. are my child. So it's because they may not understand what you're asking of them. So, you know, it's like, why is it that I'm prepping my child? But you're not trying to take the time to understand my son. And how he communicates or, you know, how he takes verbal um, cues and stuff. So, like, when we have to tell him about encountering the police, mm-hmm. here, yeah. you know, um, of, of him being harmed because he doesn't, he's not moving quick enough or maybe he moved too quickly. That's very scary. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you do? You're prepping them and you're telling them all of these things. But, you know, we had a conversation a couple of years ago with... Um, the Elk Grove Police Department out here. And, you know, I was telling him about, you know, mental health and, and people with disabilities. I said, you guys, when you approach someone, you need to have um, a bring in a mental health therapist or a counselor or because you don't know that person's um, frame of mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said, because when you're shouting at them and you're barking orders and you're telling them hands up, do this, do this and that, someone who's um, mental mm-hmm maybe off a little bit and they're not understanding you mm-hmm. smart enough to stop and think I need to pull someone else in here, you know, because that's a fear of mine. I don't yeah. want anyone hurting my child. Right. Um, because he doesn't know what you want him to do or he thinks, Oh, let me do this. And then you hurt my child. Not going to be, upset. I, I, that's a fear of mine. I hate that feeling. Yeah. Um, it's a you horrible know, feeling. I had to, but I had to bring that up in this, you know, platform just to because we have to spread awareness about that. Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of one of our questions a little later, but you know, thank you for already going ahead and doing that. So yeah, you know, I, 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 I jump the gun. You know, you yes, know. we know you. We know you jump the gun in the New York minute. Yes, you. But yes, you yes. <laughs> and just a one more segue on that, but I can say that I am 
proud of, you know, the Elk Grove Police Department, the city that we live in, who, you know, heard us. And I mean, not that we were the only one, but they heard the community. Mm -hmm. So they made sure to do was to actually hire two mental health specialists Mm -hmm. that actually are now on patrol with the the police officers in the city. Mm. Good stuff. Come on now. So, man, that's huge. I, I, I need or I need the nation to take notes because the police chief at the time, he's retired now, but he said, I hear you guys and I want to be proactive and I want to make sure that, um, you know, if we can avoid this situation, we will. It's, it's going to take us doing things that are outside of the box in order right. to, you know, try to avoid that. And so I don't know how many police departments across the country do that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure not because it takes some money. But, you know, he looked at it and he said, you know what? I'd rather make spend this money in, in preventative than spend the other money in in claims and trying to correct. Come them. on. And then settlements. Come part, on. Right. And Come settlements. On. Yeah. Come on. So, yeah. so for anybody that hears this message, get to your police department, your local police department. Mm-hmm. Let them know they need mental health uh, counselors, counselors and people on patrol, paid people. There are plenty of people out here ready to work, ready to go to work, mental health specialists who will do this work and who yes, do it gladly. Yeah. All you have to do is cut them a check. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh, that's it. Yeah, that's a that's a. I'm glad you said that because that was that was a main thing for me was you know, even when I looked at with Elijah McClain, it was just you could this by the stuff that he was saying, you could tell something was off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I if we could see that. Are you really going to tell me that you can't? Right. You know? Um and. What was bothersome was I could see Micah saying the same things yeah. because mm-hmm. at that point, you're confused, you're scared, you don't know what to do, you know. Um, and that's just I just yeah, it was it was it was sickening. Um, but that's a, a big worry for us, you know. Um, or maybe even like when he's he's very trusting. Yes, mm-hmm. um, that's the other part. Let's not even talk about just police. Let's talk about normal everyday living. You know. Yeah. You just sent me a video the other day of uh, a young man in the, in the New York subway, you know, right. who was autistic, who was being beaten, beaten by a group of children. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Not children, teenagers. teenagers. No, old enough to know right from wrong. Old enough to know better. Yeah, right, right. But they, you know, we understand that young people are cruel, you know, and to see the kid that sticks out in the crowd, uh, you know, again, that's another worry and another fear that we have because again our young man is a very very nice trusting young man who doesn't see enemies right mm-hmm. right a friend how you doing you know we he take on yeah oh yeah. my you know he literally just met this kid two minutes ago and that's his friend mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and so things like that where you know as as a parent of an autistic child you just you you have that fear and that worry because again their world is different. Right. They don't see the enemy. They see everyone as 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 
as people, mm-hmm. as we see everyone. As we should see everyone. That's it. I was just about to say, like, they see everyone for how it is that we really should all see everyone, you and know. The benefit of the doubt. Every, you know, at first, you know, and that's yeah. how he's very friendly. He'll come up to, hi, how are you? Oh, I like mm-hmm. your shoes. You know, he just very just trusting, you know, he's very respectful. He talks to everybody, mm-hmm. um, you know, and. I like that about him, but at the same time, I don't want anyone to take advantage of him either. Right. Correct. Or get him to do something that they think is funny or, you know, and he ends up getting hurt. Right. Or in trouble, you know, because, hey, you're my, hey, that's my friend. You know, he wouldn't do that or Mm -hmm. she wouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, we have to be able to teach him and hope that he knows the difference between right and wrong and, 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 you know, and it's, it's, and it's crazy because it's not even just our kids it's other people right it's other people right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah as you mentioned um you know the the police uh chief and getting that done um what are some of the other programs and support that you all have used as far as being able to help you to advocate for your baby yeah school is a big one you know, okay. we have, um, you know, enlisted the, the help service. We're, we're very fortunate and, and grateful of the um, the El Grove, El Grove Unified School District and the help they've given us in regards to academics, as far as creating IEPs, mm-hmm. you know, for mm-hmm. Michael, which is, um, was it individual education program? Yeah, something program? like that. Yeah. 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 But, um, you know, in order to help him through his academics, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and and you know, in order to to get through school, and that'll that's something that'll help, and will follow him throughout, you know, his 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 education. Yeah. Um, outside of that, you know, we we haven't taken any more links outside of school. Um, just at this point, right now, it just seems like outside of school, everything seems to be pretty okay. You know, okay. he's he's um, you know, he's a normal kid. He has a couple of, um, you know, cronies that he hang with. He's got his brother, mm-hmm. he's got a little family. And, you know, he has participated in sports, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. old team sports. And um, and, you know, he's he's enjoyed that a little bit. I mean, that was that was rough. Mm-hmm. I was just going to ask, how did how did that go with sports? Because what sport is he playing, actually? So uh, initially, we had him playing basketball. He did that for um, he did it for one season, gave it up. Two <laughs> years later, and he did another season, the actual AAU season. And uh, but that it was a little high high tent um, high speed for him. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then he tra- he actually transitioned to football. He said he wanted to play football. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so, okay. No problem. <laughs> and. Uh, he threw his football again. I mean, he didn't get a lot of playing time, you know, but he, he stuck it out and he only mm-hmm. got a little bit discouraged this past uh, season, but nevertheless, he stuck it out. But one thing that <laughs> stood out is the boy actually got speed. Yes. Yeah, he's fast. He's mm-hmm. fast. Okay. okay. And so, okay. Um, you know, I, I wish it would have translated you know, it's this father talk now. You know, we were <laughs> right, 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 right. We were on a team that ran the ball. They never threw the ball. Okay. <laughs> so you're gonna line the boy up and receive it, all you're gonna do is run routes and ain't gonna get no passes because we ain't got no quarterback to throw the ball. 
Right. So, but I mean, he's out there burning everybody. So, with that said, so now we're going to switch to the individual sports, and track will be his. First I was just about. I was just <laughs> yeah. about to say yeah. that. I was like, what about track or even yeah. soccer? Because yeah, because I, I was actually about to yeah, because I was actually about to recommend or, um, or possibly baseball. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and we yeah. You know, the thing is too. We will say, hey, Micah, do you want to try this? And mm-hmm. we'll give him that opportunity to pick and choose. Sure. Mm-hmm. Give him to do whatever it is he feels that he wants to do. At least try it. So I said, just try it. See if you like it. Um, like, you know, a couple years ago, he did guitar for a while. And mm-hmm. he got tired of that. Because it was. he said after a while, he got, it was too tired. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm open to whatever it is he wants to do, you know. Sure. Um, and I think that's the thing, too. Like, academically, like Gerald said, you know, we have the good support of the school, of uh, the teachers, the counselors, um, his principal. Everybody knows him um, mm-hmm. as a good group of friends. We have a tutor that comes um, once or twice a week um, for extra help. Um, we're always in contact with his teachers. And then, you know, just personal life. I mean, big family, lots mm-hmm. of kids. Yeah. Um, right. You know, he's always with my parents or Gerald's parents. Um, mm-hmm. His brother, Joshua, is is a good help for him. You know, and I think him having Joshua there has, um, you know, it helps with his confidence and they talk and they're real close in age too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. I think that helped with his development a lot as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, you know, just he does everything else. He's, you know, he has a cell phone. He looks at YouTube videos. Um, he plays video mm-hmm. games. You know, he'll play, you know, we have a basketball hoop in the backyard. So he's back there shooting hoops with his brother. Um, you know, he plays with the neighbor kids. So socially, Micah's fine. You know, yeah. we didn't really have to do anything um, on that end. It was more so in school. And, you know, our, you know, our job as parents too, you know, like we talked about with, um, with our family was let's just make sure that his foundation here is safe, sure. you know, um, supportive. And right. I think if we have that, then he'll be okay. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and we'll do whatever it is we have to do to get him there. You know? Right. So, so yeah. now what about for you two as parents for yourselves individually, as far as just network, group support i mean grant grant definitely having family is 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 one thing but as far as like you know other people who understand it because they're also in it yeah yeah um i guess i'm micah's godparents um both Mm -hmm. of their boys have autism um Mm -hmm. i have a couple other friends we you know that there's kids are going through the same thing um and we talk all the time. We swap right. stories. Um, you know, hey, did you, you know, actually like Micah's tutor, um, mm-hmm. uh, my friend, Micah's godparents, their son also sees her. So, yeah. you know, so we swap. Okay. Hey, I know this person. Oh, what about this type of therapy? Did you try this? Um, so that part of it is good, you know, and it's, it's common now. So you know, I have a lady that I work with and I was just in conversation with her and she said, yeah, my daughter has it, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? She goes, yeah. And so we're starting to talk about things that they do that are similar. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. oh, you know, I, I tried this and that seemed to work. And, you know, I took her swimming, you know, and so it's, it's helpful. And then just reading, um, I, I, I read a lot because I have, to, you know, it helps me figure out what's going on. Right. Sure. You know, so we have a good network of people that we talk to all the time. You know, good. there's just in the team sports, too. Some of the kids have, um, you know, ADD, 
ADHD. Mm-hmm. You know, some of them have issues with anxiety or so it's just good to talk to them. To the other yeah. Yeah. What's going on. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, Gerald, yeah. do you have any or you 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 just gonna piggyback <laughs> off of what Felicia said? No, she summed it up. <laughs> 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 So I wanted to ask you guys, you guys mentioned about the support system that you have. Who is your support system? And then how did you guys really kind of get them on board to say, okay, this is the plan. Like, this is what's going on. And this is how we need, or this is what we need from you guys. Like, how did that come? Because that's a whole nother conversation. Mm -hmm. I think it was, it was pretty simple in, in regards to, uh, of course, number one is family. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. this 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 is this your this is your grandson. This is your cousin. You know, mm-hmm. this is who he is. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's be respectful and let's treat him. You know, accordingly, mm-hmm. like family number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But know that sometimes things are going to be a little different, and 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 you may have to cater to that. And mm-hmm. you know, there's there's been no problems there. And mm-hmm. again, for, as far as other quote unquote extended family, like Felicia was saying, is that's just kind of falling into place because we're we're sharing similar issues with our children. Mm-hmm. Made it really simple. Um, but again, other than that, the the circle ain't much much bigger. Again, okay. school that and that's that's kind of where it stops for us. I mean, okay. one of the things too is um, what I started to do is. Um, I let people know in my circle and even outside of my circle, um, you know, this is what my son has. This is what he can do. And this is what he can't do. But, Mm -hmm. you know, it is it's who he is. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. if he does something and you're looking at him like, what is that? This is why he's doing it. Mm -hmm. So I let people know about autism, you know, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I don't. What was I always? I try to tell people it's not a disability; it's a different ability. Um, Come on, yeah. 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 So I, you know, I want them to know um, and and embrace it. You know, mm-hmm. and I I don't want it to be to where he thinks, okay, I can't do this, I can't do that. But you know, I just I'm open about it. You know, and I told right. my guys, I want you to be open about it if you feel comfortable. You could tell people it's okay. Sure. You know. And, and my family's very supportive. And mm-hmm. um, I think that's what's really helping him, too, is, Good. you know, he's with my parents right now you know, mm-hmm. with his brother. And they're probably watching. They play cards. They do everyday things. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, right. He plays cards with my dad. Um, you know, he goes over to Gerald's parents' house. He sits there with Gerald's dad. They watch TV, you know, um, plays basketball with his cousins. So mm-hmm. it's it's no different. You know, they accept my right. who he is. And right. That's it. And, you know, it's business as usual. You know, he may stem, he may jump around in the corner. Oh, okay. Hey, Michael, mm-hmm. you want to go outside and play? Sure. It's, right. you know, just accept him for who he is. I think, Right. Um. you know, the teachers are good. Our friends are good. My friends know. Gerald's friends know. It's just a big family unit, you know, good. and it consists of neighbors, Um. you know, school staff, tutors. Right. Just everybody, you know, and I and I think Good. the more you tell people, the more they're open to it and learning about it. And it's you know it's common now, so it's right. oh, okay. My yeah, my nephew has it. Oh okay, you know yeah. it's what it is. So 
Yeah. And I think as as far and that's that's a beautiful thing because again, the more we talk about it, and as you said, it's it's a little bit more common. And I think probably just the more the easier we are to, to talk about it, then it puts other people at ease to be able to talk about it where they may have had a hesitation, you know. Right. Um, or as you said, seeing seeing you all be encouraging to him to be comfortable with with who he is as he should be, mm-hmm. you know, it may give incentive to another parent, you know, that, that can look in and, you know, follow that same example. Um, so I would like this because you, you, you're, you're parents of two boys, parents of two boys. So how do you manage parenting Joshua and while still providing additional support to Mike? Right. Yeah, that's tough. I think, you know, that part of it was challenging because there at some points, Joshua feels that Micah gets a little bit more attention because mm. you know, he needs more help in certain things. Or, mm-hmm. you know, when we're d- disciplining Joshua, he feels, okay, well, you didn't say that to Micah. Um, and so, you know, I we try to be fair, but at the same time, I had to explain to Joshua, you know, I know it seems like a lot right now, but I have to talk to you differently than I talk to Micah differently based off of understanding. And, you know, I told Joshua, I, you know, I use an example with him. He says he has a little buddy at school. He has two. So the older um, elementary students will, you know, help the younger students go to the bathroom or, you know, take them to and from class. And so he said he had two of them. And I said, well, what, you know, is there a difference in age? Um, And he said, yeah, you know, I said, okay, so, when you talk to, I'm just going to throw a name out, Adam, how do you talk to Adam? Mm-hmm. You know, and he said, well, you know, sometimes he gets distracted. So I have to kind of say, okay, Adam, let's go back to your classroom. I said, okay. And then how do you talk to um, Brian? Oh, no, I just take Brian directly to his class. And he, you know, he, he listens. I said, okay, so, but you talk to them differently based on their level of understanding. Right. And he said, mm-hmm. and I said, that's kind of how me and dad have to do with you and Micah. You guys have different levels of of the, how you think um, and how you um, how something makes sense to you. I said, I don't want you to feel that um, one of, you know, he's better than you or we're trying. I don't want you to feel that, you know, I want you to, uh, we love you. You know, we want to, I know it's a lot for you, mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes he has to take on more responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. And he's like, well, Micah doesn't have to do this. Why do I have to do this? You know? And we try to make sure like when we're giving out, like when they have to do chores, you know, Micah has his chores to do. Josh has his chores to do, but sometimes Josh mm-hmm. feels that, Oh wait, why do I have to do this? Micah's supposed to do this and he can't do it because he has autism. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that's hard for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we have to have that conversation with Joshua all the time. You're important. We love you, you know, and it's a hard position to be in. You know, you're the firstborn. you know, mm-hmm. try to, remind him of the meaning behind his name, um, Joshua, mm-hmm. leader of many. Um, I said, you know, it's it's tough, but I want you to look at it as, you know, please be open, talk to us, tell us how you're feeling. But he looks up to you, you know, and he's watching mm-hmm. and he sees how you do things and try to turn it into a positive. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but, you know, we encourage Joshua to always tell how he feels, mm-hmm. um, you know, and we we try to make sure Micah does what he's supposed to do around the house. Their personalities are totally different. So, you know, she and, you know, again, it's, it's the balance. That's why I'm appreciative for her in, in that fact, 
because me, you know, I take it Marine Corps away. Right. Both of you are maggots. Well, damn, Daddy. It's going to get done because I said it needs to be done. That's what it is. Now, John, right. I press a little bit more emphasis on you. You, the squad leader. Well, I was you the firstborn. That's your billet. So you're going to have to, yes, all the shit rolls downhill to you. It mm. may not right. be your fault, but it is your responsibility. You know, and I, I hit him with that. You know, mm-hmm. it's a balances it out on the other side. So. Right. I mean, that's a well. Clearly, we see how you guys tag team because, especially <laughs> if you coming at it like that, Gerald, you gonna need to. It, it needs to be a, a soft landing somewhere because gazooks. Yeah, she does. So I try to make sure it's it's balanced out, you know. Um, and I just keep reminding them to try to like appreciate each other too because mm-hmm. they're. From mm-hmm. each other too, because there's things that, you know, Joshua may need Micah for, and mm-hmm. there's things that Micah right. may need Joshua for. So, you know, and I, we just keep telling them too, like, you know, mom and dad aren't always going to be here, and it's going to be right. you too. So you guys have to right. be okay with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so it, it it is hard. I would just say this: as a, I was raised with my sister. Like, it was never. um it wasn't any separation. Now, my sister didn't have any disabilities. However, sometimes I, to this day, I think she got a couple of them. But um, it was, I will say this, because when you're so close in age, sometimes it doesn't feel like you get any freedom or you it's mm-hmm. just, it's always together and you always have to be together. And you're always doing this and this. So I will say this for me and my sister, our closeness, I mean, we were always close, but our closeness really became when we did have that time of when I went away to school. Like, mm-hmm. because that separation, like even just that little bit of separation just kind of really helped her to get into her thing, me to get into my thing. And then for us as sisters to really be like, okay, this is you, this is me. Now you, you know, we are thick as thieves, like go Mm -hmm. to jail for and everything else. So I would just say as a parent, I know sometimes you probably feel like, ugh, I don't know. Like, are y'all listening to what I'm saying? Like they do. Mm -hmm. It's just going to, they probably just need a break from each other. Like yeah. you just, I, I I need a break from like a serious break from you where I can go somewhere and literally be myself. Like yeah. there is no, you know, cause always it was fun streets, fun streets. So I know it's always Joshua Mike, Joshua Mike. So yeah. it's just like, I want to go somewhere and just be Joshua. I want to go somewhere and just be Micah. So until you get to that point, it's always going to feel like, whew. Yeah. Are you sure I raised y'all together? Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> right. I would no, just, and that, I just want to encourage you guys in that, yeah. because I kind of hear it in your voice. Yeah. And, and, and that's really it. That's, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Because now, you know, Joshua's going to be going into junior high. And so, um, you know, Micah will still be in elementary, the sixth grade level. But, you know, for mm-hmm. they have the same friends a lot of the times. But now Joshua is starting to, okay, I'm going to go. Um, he just went to the Kings game with his one of his friends uh, the other day. Micah stayed mm-hmm. home. You know? And we and I think, like, there's been a couple times when Joshua has done other things without Micah. Mm-hmm. And 
Mm-hmm. Micah sometimes like he doesn't even trip at some at all. Sometimes he kind of Micah. Yeah, that's the Asperger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, boy, shut up. <laughs> that's the Asperger. Um, Micah be will, will be in a crowd, and be like, huh, I'm done with this. Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> you know what to be honest I kind of love when the kids be doing that they be like yeah I'm completely over this I'm out and you just be like so you just gonna lead a whole group the whole group yeah, I'm ready to go <laughs> yeah and I think you know and on one end because I think I was more worried about okay Josh got asked to go to the party but Micah didn't and they hang out with the same crowd oh god how's Micah gonna feel and then Joshua will go in there and say, hey, Micah, I'm going to go to this party. Are you okay? And he's, he'll, he might ask the question, well, why didn't I? Okay. And then Joshua will go and Micah will, will do something or he'll find another activity and he's fine. He plays his video games. He's on mm-hmm. his phone. Or he'll go, you know, play with the neighbor kid. So he's starting to kind of come into his own. Mm-hmm. And he's, yeah, I have an older brother. You know, we may or may not have the same friends all the time, but. I think he's okay with it as long as okay. Mike, Mike mm-hmm. kind of does his own thing sometimes too. He's like, mm-hmm. right. he could either hang right. with you or he doesn't have to, if he doesn't feel like it. So that's mm-hmm. the good thing, you know, with Micah, he doesn't really trip all the time. Yeah. It's like, Oh, I'm going to just go sit down and watch my movies. He loves horror movies. So he's good. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. He likes oh my gosh. Okay. Movies. He said he likes, um, he wants to be an author. Mm-hmm. Um, he okay. said he, he wants okay. to be the next Stephen Stephen King. King. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Let's look. Look. Yeah. We need a black. Yeah. You know. Come uh, on you you want to be a Jordan yeah. Peele? Like, let yeah, me just. Hey. You know. Look. We can make it. We let's let's make it. I happen. will donate money it to it, but I will never watch a movie. Let me tell you that. Because <laughs> the bird. Because that damn Albert Hitchcock <laughs> fucked me up. That damn bird movie did it. I, I do not that. like. More than two birds at one time freak me out. You're good. You're all right. You're all right. Look, I will say, I will say for a second, what was scary? You said that that Josh went to Josh went to a uh, to a Kings game, and I was like, wait. And then it dawned. I was like, no, that's right. They they are in yeah. sack. Like y'all, yeah. y'all, you scared well, me. Like, like that was, I was like, wait a minute. Like you're trying to. Look, we talking about things that scare yeah, us. <laughs> him going to a Kings game scared me, okay? Like, you had to highlight that. Just say, I'm just saying, like, you know, let's, let's be real clear. Come on, now. That um, is so nice. Like, whatever. Yeah, no, nah, that's, nah, that's, that's part of it. Um, this next one is, is well, the, all the questions are for both of you, but this one specifically. Um, for you, Fian, and for you, Gerald, um, what's your favorite part about being a mom? Ooh, my favorite part about being a mom? You know yeah. what? I think for me, in all honesty, it taught me that not to sweat the small stuff. I think I'm learning, Mm -hmm. um, especially with both boys, things that I was so adamant about doing or um, I got to do this correctly. I got to do this in order. I realized that I can't do that anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, and and to kind of just try to live in the moment because they're getting big so fast Uh, and they're teaching me a lot of stuff i think that's and patience they're teaching me a lot of patience too now that's that's a big one for me because i'm always ocd i gotta get things done but uh, 
You know, I think that's the best part of being a being a mom. Just kind of looking at them and learning from them. And I'm because mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, I have two boys. But yeah, right. and they're different. Um, and you know, just living probably just living in the moment. I think you know, okay. I'm proud of them. You know, they made me a mom. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was sweet. Well, Come yeah. on, you got to put that in the bowl. Yeah. Now let's hear what the hell Gerald got. Oh, okay. here we go. I mean, Gerald. I mean, Gerald kind of played a part in making you a mom, well, but yeah, that, we, that, you know, okay. this, yeah, whatever. Just, you know, Any, look, I'm doing the Uli. I'm doing the alley oop. You know, there it is. There it's it is. a small part. You know, small part. Yes, small part. Yes. <laughs> a few mini drops, baby. No, please understand. Felt good for me. Felt good to me. That's Shut up. <laughs> but no, to look at these kids and and every day, it's just it's just like looking in the mirror and, and confidence to know that my balls work. Oh my god! That 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 right there, oh. you know, is just. Wow. <laughs> to get a daily, oh, yeah. get a daily. Oh, God, I love it. Is, is, you know, that's beyond words right oh there. Oh, my God, really? But, <laughs> and then, and then secondly, oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, help me. I, the, the best part of being a dad is, 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 is watching you grow up <laughs> in a sense, <laughs> you know, is because um, these dudes, they teach me more than I teach them. And mm-hmm. it, right. it, it, it's real. And especially, you know, it's Micah, you know, Josh is, is Josh. And he, he challenges me. He, mm-hmm. that's the one that really challenges He's me you. on me because I'm you. raising me yeah, and I get to like see it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Josh acts just like Gerald. Yeah, I get to see it firsthand. And so mm. when, when I, I got to be scared, <laughs> are you on you, yeah, baby? He's, like, he's just like uh, Gerald. Yeah, it is scary sometimes, you know. But Micah, yeah, yeah Micah <laughs> is teaching me patience, mm-hmm. man. He is teaching me life through, you know, just through another lens mm-hmm. to see, you know, right. uh, like pops say something that's actually very profound. You know, he says, okay, these diagnoses and all that may be what they are, but the truth is they might be diagnosing some bullshit. And the truth is they can't keep up with him. Right. Mm. I said, wow, because it's true. One of the most profound things that Micah ever said, <coughs> I took him to a doctor's appointment and the doctor asked, you know, that little, that same old question we ask kids all the time, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? He gave the most profound answer I've ever heard in my life. Doc said, what do you want to be when you grow up? He looked at her and said, myself. myself. <laughs> oh, come on, baby. I said, whoa. Love it. Yeah, that's what's yeah. up. That's what's whoa. up. Whoa. If we only could. And you just, we thought about that. It's you like, know? That makes perfect sense. Yeah. That's how that does. It. That's how he saw it. If we only could see that. We are so out influenced by outside factors. You know, right? Facts. Yeah, so influenced by outside factors, and yeah, and Micah just looks within. 
and he's very literal. Right. You know, very literal. Micah, go put some socks on. Oh, yeah. Okay. That was okay. So Micah's funny. coming back with two socks. Yeah. They ain't going to look alike. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just a boy thing, general. God, that's just a boy thing, right? You said you didn't say they got a match. You said right, socks. Right. That's your fault. You just said socks, no, right? Socks. Right. But it was just—I remember that too because I—I I had to step outside myself because I had said because mom, I want to go outside and play. I said, okay, go finish getting dressed. He said, okay, I said, and go put your socks on. Micah comes back. He has one purple sock and he has one black sock. I said, Micah, your socks, they don't match. And he goes, Mom, you said just to go put on socks. You didn't say that. <laughs> and I'm just decide to play. And so I thought about it and I was like, well, he is right. Because I did say, go get some mm-hmm. socks. I didn't say they had to match. And what I'm saying, nope. you know, he doesn't sweat the small stuff. I'm concerned with them not matching. Micah says, I don't care that they're not matching. I'm just going outside to play. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. had to think about that. And I'm like, he's right. Go outside and play. Mm-hmm. You know, Mommy, right. let it go. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And but I, that's what they're teaching me to let certain things go. Yeah, you too. <laughs> me too. A whole, a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> Good yeah. stuff. So. This here is final one, and because usually we give like you know your final thoughts, but uh, today I'm going to ask you as you continue to go through this process, and you're and you all are growing, Mike is growing, Josh was growing. What would be your advice that you would give to any parents that are going through through something similar? Um, like she stated earlier, it's not a disability; it's a different ability you know, really focus on that. Mm -hmm. And again, to echo what Pop said, yeah, they trying to put these kids under, you know, how we understand them. But the truth is they can, they can paint a picture of life for us. Hmm. Cause a lot of these kids, even though they may not be, yeah. Come on. Come on. They are geniuses in others. You know, they are genius. Mm-hmm. And so we just have to find what their area of expertise is mm-hmm. and let them run with it and let them grow and thrive in it and, and all the rest. And, and parents, you know, I know we all share the same fears. Mm-hmm. We all share the same, you know, uh, worries and, and anxiety and all this stuff. But at the end of the day, do the best you can. Mm-hmm. Love them for who they are. Right. Put all you can into them. Be the guide and 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 help them along the way and they're gonna you know they're gonna they go outlive you if if everything goes right so yeah just give them give them the things to thrive and and be the people that they are yeah you know wherever they are on the spectrum yeah that's good i think for me just know that just ask questions and just you know network um, talk to your friends and family, talk to the teachers. And also too, um, if you notice that there's something wrong, just talk to the doctors at, you know, get involved with the school, get them the help that they need. Don't let them, um, slip through the cracks, you know, um, and don't let people label your kid either. Don't take no for an answer. If if you think that something's not right, just press the issue. Um, you know, and, you don't have to do medication. It's up to you. You don't have to, but just explore whatever it is you need to explore, but be an advocate for your kid too. Um, that part. 
or just tell you whatever and oh do this no be an advocate and then do your research just read talk to people um you know talk to people that are going through the same thing you know because nine times out of ten there's going to be some similarities and that's your support system too that's going to help um and continually encourage your kid and also talk to their siblings too get them involved don't leave them out because they're part of it too um you know and then just let people ask questions that's the thing. And, and talk about it. You know, let the kid ask questions, you know, whoever, just be open about it. It's okay. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah. Thank y'all so much. We, Appreciate yeah, this we, We'd be remiss yeah. if we, again, we didn't always say thank you for letting us have this time on your yeah. platform I appreciate it. to talk about these issues. And, um, you know, we wish you guys all the yeah. success and so growth cool. amongst this. And father should be be nationally syndicated one day. Yeah. <laughs> I, hey, come on, speak it into existence. One day, you know, look, we're gonna make that happen. But no, I greatly appreciate the two of you and love you, love you to pieces. Thank you very much uh for coming on here and sharing your story and being, you know, open and transparent. I mean, that's that's uh eighty percent of the battle right there, you know. Um and yeah, yeah so helpful. thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you both. <laughs> Uh, Vaughn, you got anything? If you don't understand about autism, just do yourself a huge favor and just do some reading. Um, it is it is amazing what um, is out there now. So just really be, um, and I'm not just talking about parents, but I'm also talking about surrogates. Like really be an advocate for the little people who are, um, who you're blessed to have in your life. Like that's it. So just. Thank you for listening to this week's show. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Father Should Pod. You can also visit our website at www.fathershould.org.